All right, everyone. Um, it is April 7th. I'm eating biscuits or cookies, as you guys call them. Um, the video for this episode is going out exclusively on my Patreon. I wonder if you can guess why. Um, that's correct. It's because I look like shit. I almost forgot that I have to do a show today. Because, I don't know, I don't know, oh, my fucking periods do some shit. I've just been in, like, a horrible mood all week, um, on and off. And so I was like, when in doubt, do a fucking fake tan. So I did a fake tan, and then I was like, oh, no, I look like shit. Can't put makeup on. i got to record a fucking podcast. So here we are. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, why the fuck not? kind of rude you get to watch me eat food and shout at you um no but i also have just like the news has kind of sucked this week not as in like it's been bad news there just like hasn't really i don't know i think it's because like summer's nearly here you know the weather is i'm looking out the window right now the weather is going from like storm to like sunshine um every couple of minutes um and it's getting hot so i think a lot of people are just like trying to head out um but while you guys are heading out why not listen to my podcast in the car not hard you can literally help save the usa in the car um and i know all the libs are going to be like you some climate change so I'm just looking at my toe. I nearly like ripped my toe off this week. It wasn't fun. It really, it really fucking hurt. Um, and yeah, I need to like bandage that shit. Oh, gross. Um, but yeah, listen to the podcast in the car. All the libs are going to be like, hey, you can't save, the, can't save the USA when you're in the car because pollution. It's my fucking biggest issue when people talk about fucking climate change. They're like, oh, we need to, like, stop polluting. And I'm like, oh, it, like, even if we stop polluting today, like, the last estimates I read were it would take at least 10,000 years for the planet to, like, normalize out. So drive your fucking truck. I fucking love trucks. There's no reason why you shouldn't drive a truck. They're really cool. Um, they're really comfortable. And uh, they're really practical. So, you know, just, just drive your goddamn truck. I don't give a shit. Mm, neither does the planet. She'll be fine. Which brings me to my first story today. Um, I never thought that I would agree with uh, Noam Chomsky on stuff in general. Um, let me find this piece that I wrote. I'm also sitting on my exercise ball today. So I got to be conscious of not like, like slouching and effing up my back. Um, But yeah, I never thought that I would agree with Noam Chomsky on anything, but I do. So let me find this piece. Wait, how many pieces are I writing? One, two. Okay, so I'm going to have written like six or seven. Six. Okay, I don't care. Um, Okay, so the headline, Noam Chomsky, and I call him Chomp. Ski, not Chomsky, because I think Chomsky is funnier. And I accidentally submitted the story to my editors um, with the title uh, Chomsky, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. No one else laughed, but then no one does because the world is ending, which 
again brings me back to this article so okay are you listening are you listening okay good uh noam chomsky is scared we're entering the most dangerous point in human history and the lucky ones will die more quickly <laughs> i swear to fucking god that's what he said and like i kind of agree you know i don't know if you guys saw my newsmax clip with elliot last weekend or ellis sorry I don't even know why I bother remembering his name. He's so rude. He doesn't even like, like all my other liberal friends in media, like we're all actually like friends outside. It's like, we'll argue, but then we'll like get along outside of arguing publicly. Um, But he's just kind of a, he's kind of a brat actually. I hope my opinion changes on him in time, but he's given me no reason for that, like to change it. Anyway, okay. Leftist icon Noam Chomsky told the New Statesman that human civilization is approaching the most dangerous point in human history in an extended interview with the outlet released on Wednesday. We're approaching the most dangerous point in human history, Chomsky, eight, oh, 93, fucking hell he's old, um, told the outlet. He said he remembers writing his first article in elementary school in February 1939 on the fall of Austria, Czechoslovakia, and various other European cities and countries, saying that the, quote, grim cloud of fascism is spreading over the whole world. Chomsky went on to say that he hasn't changed his opinion since 1939, uh, when he wrote the piece, and said that things have just gotten worse. So the math doesn't actually add add up with what he said, but we'll forgive him, because he's 90 fucking three! My grandfather was like 94 when he died. And actually he was pretty lucid, but he just hated everyone. He used to motherfuck off under his breath. It was actually quite sweet. Um, So Chomsky basically like goes like shits on Trump, talks a lot about environmental destruction. Um, But here's here's the thing that he said that I actually agree with. Um, We are approaching irreversible. We are approaching irreversible. Fuck me. We are approaching irreversible turning points, which will not be, cannot be dealt with any longer. It doesn't mean everybody's going to die, but it means moving to a future where the lucky ones will die more quickly. Um, I'm actually all down for the apocalypse. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Um, anything sort of, oh, my, my calendar's on the wrong date. Jesus. I was like looking at this thinking like, what? It's May? My parents are going to be here in a minute. April, there we go. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Chomsky's like the world is ending. Um, but he really focused in on what that meant to sort of more like human civilization. So something he said earlier in the interview was, we are now facing the prospect of destruction of organized human life on earth from environmental destruction and not in the remote future. So what that, what, what he's trying to say, I think, Um, which he says really badly, in my opinion, is basically we do not live in a symbiosis with our natural world. Like the the most authentic way to live with the planet was basically how the Native Americans did. Um, And obviously we fucked that up. So uh, yeah, we've just sort of got onto the point where we, we cannot sustain our current levels of consumerism here in the West and we cannot sustain the level of exploitation in that we're sort of pushing on the developing world. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I feel like that should make sense. Um, so like every time you buy new clothes or you buy like new stuff, you know, which I'm not a fan of, as you all know, 
um, every time you buy something new, you're essentially contributing to the next generation potentially never being able to even own that as a concept. So um, at least like, you know, without having made it themselves. And so, you know, like sometimes I'm like, well, fuck, I was born in like completely the wrong decade or century or millennia, really. Um, you know, I just, I, I'm not a fan of modern life. I think a lot of the stuff that we care about is fucking stupid, namely having new stuff. Cause like, you don't need it. Old stuff is great. This is, this is, I bought secondhand. I'm one of my favorite hoodies ever. Um, oh, I need to burp. Oh, it's in there somewhere. Fuck. Mm. There it is. Um, okay. But, uh, This was like, this like whole doomsday thing that he went on today, uh, Chomsky, um, actually gave me like a moment of pause. Because I ask God a lot, like, why am I even here? Because this is awful. Um, For so many different reasons. Like, this is just like, everything is just terrible. Um, I don't know if you guys have noticed that I'm pretty good at having an existential crisis. But uh now after reading this this morning and writing up the story i'm like well shit maybe i'm here at this moment in history because everything's gonna sort of go to a place that i think we never should have left i.e the cave um but yeah that was like a pretty fun story today so um i just urge everyone at home stock up on food stock up on water uh weapons um i can't legally own a gun here in the united states but i know where everyone i know keeps theirs and i know that i'm capable of doing stuff that they're not so you know i'm gonna be fine um but yeah so you know just like fucking crazy shit anyway let's get some more stories on the way um oh okay so this is a fun one um so it turns out obama doesn't follow biden on uh instagram so this was brought to my attention by uh cat timp on uh, gutfeld and i was absolutely fucking pissing myself laughing i was like what and then I went and did the research. And yeah, it turns out that Joe follows him and Barack doesn't follow him back. So that's a pretty fucking funny one. Um, if you're having a bad day, I might make you laugh. Um, kind of cringe. Um, but also, yeah, mostly just sort of entertaining, really. Um, and I I loved it. Like, I just it just made me laugh, like, especially after a long fucking day. And okay, this is the next thing I really want to get to. Um, it's my final story that I'm going to cover today for you guys. It's just going to be a quick episode. I said that last time and it was like 40 minutes, but I'm going to try and keep it a bit shorter today. Mm. This is peach juice. Have you guys ever had peach juice? I found it at Food Lion. I fucking love peach juice. If you're watching, she should be, even though I look like shit. Peach juice, go and get it. It'll change your life. I'm not usually a huge fan of juice, but I do this. Mm. Okay, so the other thing that I got to do today, this is me like complaining about life, and then this is the other thing that I got to do today. I watched the new Jackass movie. So I have been a Jackass fan since, well, for as long as I can remember. The first movie came out in 2002, and I remember seeing it and being like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I was like nine at the time. Um, And then over the years, like... So I'm really close to my family. Like me and my dad, at least once a week, would either like go to the pub and get like curry and chips, or we'd like go to a different pub and get other like steak. Um, or we'd, you know, we would just like we would just have like a father-daughter like evening. 
like at least once a week. And then as I got older, that father daughter evening basically turned into, okay, let's go have like curry in a pint or like steak in a pint. And then let's go home, get stoned and watch either like a really intense foreign film or um, some documentary that maybe my mom didn't want to watch. One of which changed my life forever, but we'll save that for a different episode. Um, And then one day I was like, fuck it. Why don't we just watch Jackass? And so we did. And (laughs) if you've never seen the Jackass films, like what are you doing with your life? They are cult classic brilliance, originality, will make you laugh, will make you scream. There were moments in the latest one where I literally had to hold my breath. I was like, there is no way they survived what they just did. And so if I had to like describe Jackass to someone who's never seen it before, I would say it's a group of fully grown men and some women who pull stunts, pranks, and do horrendous shit to one another for the sole purpose of making the viewer laugh and themselves. So it's like, you know, when you're a teenager and you just do dumb boy shit with your friends, um, you know, like skateboarding over each other or like, you know, like, (laughs) I don't even fucking know. I'm trying to think. I worked when I was a teenager. So, you know, Um, anyway, just, just go fucking watch Jackass. Just go watch them all. Treat yourself. But um, I wrote a review of the new Jackass movie uh, for the Daily Caller. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think it's probably their best movie ever. And one of the things that I really tried to like point out at the start of this piece was, as a lifelong Jackass fan, my expectations are actually really low going into this film. I was like, there is no way they can do something that they've never done before. This is going to be just like... There's a fine line between like traditional and like overdone. And I thought they were going to very much fall on the side of overdone. Um, Someone's just started their car. I don't know if you guys can hear that. So rude. Don't they know that I'm doing a podcast? Um, But I'm getting sweaty. Fuck me. Um, And I can't sweat because then my fake tan will run. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I'm trying to keep my voice at like the same level because it used to really annoy me when Jesse Kelly would be like, oh, no, I'm angry. And now I'm quiet. Um, So I'm trying not to do that. But anyway, no back to jackass. Speaking of jackasses. um, No, I'm just kidding. I I really like Jesse. But um, no, I think like I had very low expectations going into this film, like very low. I was like, I'm not that creative of a person, but I was pretty sure that they couldn't come up with anything new. I was like, what, like, are they going to tame it down? Like, are they going to go woke and like progressive? Ew. Um, Guys, I'm not just saying this and I'm trying not to like Blair Witch your expectations here either, but this is hands down the best installment. Hands fucking down. I mean, I have never seen such an original, heinous, disturbingly, disgustingly brilliant set of stunts ever in my life. I mean, okay, so, and I wrote this in the article, my favorite, my absolute favorite stunt in the whole film, hands down, and includes Aaron, I can't pronounce his last name, but it's Aaron. 
honey, salmon, a taser, and a fucking bear. Um, that is basically all that needs to be said. It was legitimately the scariest, craziest, most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like I, li- I was like, oh, 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 couldn't breathe. It was so good. Um, oh my God. And there were so many others. Let me get my notes up. Cause I didn't even get to write like half the stuff I wanted to write in the article. Cause I was already at like 400 words by the time I'd done like my first draft. Um, so yeah, it was just like original as fuck, but it brought like this disturbing new brilliance to the genre. And it was clearly filmed before and during and after the pandemic, um, which I think was like a little bit bizarre because like one scene, Knoxville will have like really brown hair and then in the follow-up scene he'll be like this like fucking silver fox um which fucking works for him i'm just saying johnny knoxville hot as fuck in the show and i never really fancied him that much and then i was like oh my god he looks good with gray hair um oh and this is another thing that i couldn't put in my article i have never and i don't know how i actually got away with this but i have never seen more dicks, more balls, or more cum anywhere ever. Like, insane. More dicks, balls, and cum than porn. I swear to fucking God. Um, It was, like, there were a handful of, like, special guest appearances, and, like, I'm sure they would have had more if they hadn't had to, like, film so much of it during the pandemic, but those that they did have were amazing. I felt like Machine Gun Kelly may have slightly shat himself, um, but you're going to have to watch to find out why. Mm. Another thing that I want to note I think the big difference With this installation Of the franchise Was just how Disturbingly psychological it was Like Yes there is some horrific violence Like I'm amazed that no one died Like fucking amazed That no one died in the filming Of or in the course of making This film Um But there was also so much of it that was just like so dark, like so psychological and so dark. Um, Like there's this one stunt where they like lock everyone in rooms that they tell them are fucking rattlesnakes. It was like something out of Saw, but it was funny. I don't, it was, yeah, but they just fucking nailed it. Um, In my opinion, the the worst, most like, the the most difficult stunt to watch, in my opinion, was the pogo stick one. Um, also featuring Aaron and I think it was Dave England um, that literally wanted like I nearly threw up in my mouth I've oh my god um, but yeah I think like I, I've actually had like a pretty fucking shit week as I said when we opened uh, the show today we said me and the fucking voices in my head um, the royal we it's a Welsh thing we say we instead of when we mean I but um, I uh I've had a pretty shit week and actually watching this film made me happy. Like, I know that sounds stupid because like, it's just a fucking film, but this film genuinely made me happy. And so I, if you're having a rough one, if you want to just like escape the apocalypse for a minute, like just to, ow, motherfucker. Sorry. My cat's like trying to rub her face on my very damaged toe. Um, Just take the 95 minutes and go watch jackass forever if you don't have paramount plus like i don't get paid by paramount plus to say this but you should have it because it's fucking great um but yeah go watch this fucking film it'll change your life it's oh my god do not let your mother see you watch it and obviously only watch it if you're <laughs> um 
Uh, it is not safe for work, as I said, full of dick balls and cum. So go watch it. It's better than porn. Um, and it's fucking funny. So that's my podcast for today. I'm fucking tired and sweaty, so I'm going to turn this off. Uh, let me know what you think in the comments. Love you. Bye.